What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart, episode number 19. Got an interview with someone special. Here we go. So, thanks guys for listening up. Uh, Very excited about this podcast. Uh, We are, how to say it, um, I'm going to throw a curveball at you guys with this one. You probably never thought that this uh, kind of podcast, I didn't think this podcast when I started this, that this would happen. But I'm excited about doing this podcast with you, with this interview, with this awesome gentleman that I have sitting in front of me, uh, first and foremost. But again, guys, just to reiterate, okay, that... Uh, this is all about Jesus, first and foremost, okay? And we're all about with this podcast is taking your success in the marketplace as a Christian to the next level. Whether you're, again, a you know professional, blue-collar worker, you're an entrepreneur, you own your own business, you've got kids running around between your legs or whatever you've got going on in your life, we want you to take your walk with the Lord and be as successful as you possibly can. Because if you're being successful as you possibly can, here's the deal. People are going to be drawn to that. And that is what we want. Okay. So again, I'm not a minister or anything like that, but guess what? I have a minister actually sitting in front of me. Okay. Now let me set this up. Okay. So um, I'm, I kind of knew uh, after we got started with, you know, the success ed show, that the Lord laid on my heart that I was going to interview this gentleman. And the gentleman actually that's sitting in front of me is a gentleman by the name of Bill Crockett. Say hello, Bill. Hello, Success Edge listeners. Absolutely. So excited to be here. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal with here's the deal with Bill. Bill is actually my former boss. <laughs> So a lot of you guys, obviously guys know that I work for uh, Office Depot. I'm the corporate sales rep for Office Depot. Well, how I got involved with Office Depot, which I actually spoke about it on episode 18, all right, that I'd stood up at Panera Bread, walked directly over to this young man, Bill Crockett, stuck my hand out and said, hey, my name's Tyler McCart. Are you hiring? (laughs) I mean, do you remember that, Bill? I remember it. Remember it? I remember it just like it was yesterday. It's like it is. I mean, seriously, I just walked right on up to you. So anyway, uh, so we're going to have some fun tonight, uh, today, guys, uh, on the show. And I obviously, just like with anything, we're going to do, I've got a list of questions for Bill, and uh, we're going to kind of rifle through these uh, and, you know, really dig out of Bill some wisdom. Uh, because I did mention he has a ministry uh, now. Actually, I said he's a minister, but actually he has a ministry. That's why he actually left Office Depot uh, to go back into ministry. And we're going to kind of get into that a little bit. But, um, Mr. Crockett, please do the honors to the Success as, uh, Show listeners and introduce yourself and give us your background. Okay. Well, Tyler, first of all, I'm excited to be here. And uh, there are a lot of things about your life and our relationship together and all the way back to how it started that are pretty special and uh, uh, from the very first time I ever met you it was a God thing yeah and so um, for those of you that are listening just to give you a little background of who I am um, I was raised the oldest of six boys in Nashville Tennessee 
um, came to know Christ when I was 15 years old and uh, went to Bible college when I was 19 after a battle of whether or not to give my heart to the Lord. Graduated with a master's degree in Bible exposition, started my own evangelistic ministry, traveled literally around the world for eight years, preaching in revival meetings and conferences. Then the Lord led us to pastor a church in Atlanta, Georgia, where we um, had a church that grew to a little over 400 with a Christian school, and I managed the staff there. And uh, then I went through uh, a divorce in my life, and um, I actually went through two really dark years. Um, and then the Lord uh, got married uh, again, and my wife Denise and I um, actually moved to back to Nashville, Tennessee, where I'm from. And uh, that's where God connected me with Office Depot. And um, I started with Office Depot as a service consultant, and which is an entry-level position on the corporate sales side. And within two and a half years, God had prospered me so that they promoted me to the district sales manager for the whole state of South Carolina. They moved my family from Nashville down to Columbia, South Carolina, where we have lived now for almost 13 years. And uh, it was that fateful day (laughs) in a Panera Bread where I met your host, uh, Mr. Tyler McCart. And uh, we worked together for several years, and it's it's been a a really neat thing. And two years ago, I left Office Depot to start a ministry called the Fellowship of Young Christian Professionals. Yep. And um, it's been quite the journey, and I'm sure we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so let's go back, okay? Because obviously, one of my questions I always like to hear is, um, "How did you get saved?" Now, you, you said you kind of a big yeah. battle happened. Yeah. All right. So, just kind of elaborate a little bit about that, Bill. Okay. How you got saved? All right. Well, I, I grew up in the home I grew up in, we always went to church. And, okay. and so I, you know, I, I grew up going to church and Christianity to me was really just religion. Well, I got in a lot of trouble and uh, my you a troublemaker. Billy? I was a big troublemaker. <laughs> when I was 15 years old, my parents sent my next youngest brother and I to a boarding school in central Florida. Holy cow. And uh, we were in that much trouble. And, it was while I was there that a celebrity actually came to our school. It was a Christian school, and he came to our school and gave his testimony, and it was uh, September the 20th, 1975. I still remember. Oh, still remember today. That's oh, a yeah. spiritual birthday. That's important. That's exactly right. And uh, uh, he gave a testimony about how God had blessed and helped him in his life. And I, you know, I started thinking, I've lived all these years going to church how come god never did any of that for me and yeah it was that night that i finally realized it because i didn't have a personal relationship with him i actually went back to my dorm room by myself yeah. and got on my knees next to my bed in my dorm room and asked christ into my life to be my savior and the rest is history the rest is history yeah that's uh so did you get i mean did did someone lead you to the Lord at that time? Or you just actually just... No, you know, I, I, I knew what to do. I'd been yeah. taught it all my life. <laughs> You've been around you know, it all your life. And, and, and you know, Tyler, the reality is there's a lot of people that have a head knowledge of who yep. Christ is. And mm-hmm. they believe in his existence. Yep. But it was that it was that realizing that I, I needed him mm. yeah. to forgive me right. and to, to be the Lord of my life. Right. 
Oh man, it wasn't enough to just believe he existed. So yeah. that that's what happened. Well, I mean, it's almost. I mean, I, I've always heard it taught this way that <clears throat> you can make Jesus a history, part of history, or you actually can know him personally. Yes, you know. I mean, it's like you know, I can study about Abraham Lincoln, but it's another thing if I actually knew knew him. Right. You know, and so that's. That's pretty cool how that uh, yeah. you got shipped off to Florida, which you probably thought that, man, my life's over. This is horrible. My mom and dad don't care about me. <laughs> yes. Wow. So, um, well, Bill, I want to, you know, let's change up some things. I, I want to jump into this real quick about, you know, obviously this is the success edge. And, you know, you've had um, many, many years of being a Christian and so forth. Um, you know, tell tell the listeners your definition of success as a Christian. Okay, you know it's interesting that you asked that. Um, my favorite verse in the Bible is actually Matthew six thirty three: mm-hmm. "Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you." One of the things that I have always felt led to do uh, as a believer was. To kind of walk on the edge of living by faith. Okay. Um, not that necessarily God calls everybody to do it this way, but for example, two years ago when I left Office Depot, yeah. I, I mean, I, I left in the middle of a the worst economy we've had in a long yeah. time. Yeah, it wasn't too good. No, I, <laughs> you know, I, I I left a basically a six figure a year income yep. to start a nonprofit ministry, making nothing. Yeah, and. I've actually thought myself many times if I lost my mind, <laughs> but but Matthew six thirty three just kind of mm. describes what God put in my heart as my philosophy yeah. of what really makes life successful. Because mm-hmm. if I'm completely trusting God for everything that I need, yep. uh, that that helps me to know Him better. Amen. But you know, it's interesting when you ask, "What do I see as a definition of success?" Mm-hmm. I actually recently preached a message about Paul's definition of success. Oh, man, this would be interesting. And so, I mean, your question is very timely. And All right. It comes from actually two passages, Joshua 1.8, okay. where the Bible yep. says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. You shall meditate therein day and night, so you can observe to do all that's written therein. For then you will be prosperous, and you will be successful. Right. So God's word and living by the principles of God's word is the key to all of it. Mm-hmm. But then when Paul was getting ready to die, in 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 7, he's in Rome. This is the last book he's going to write of all those books he wrote. Right. And he told Timothy, he said, you know, the time of my departure is at hand. I'm ready to go. And then he described his life by three phrases. He said, I fought a good fight. Mm-hmm. I finished my course yep. and I kept the faith. So if you were to ask me the simple answer, I would tell you that is success. Those three things. Those three things in life. Yeah. And so, so to me, let me just tell you what they mean. Yeah. To fight the good fight that Paul was talking about, we have three enemies, the world, our flesh, and the devil. Mm-hmm. And even as a believer, every day we have to fight those three enemies. Amen. And we don't always win the battles. Mm-hmm. But Paul said... I fought a good fight. Yep. That didn't mean he always won. He he just meant I gave it a good fight. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't wimp out. Yeah. 
So, so that's the first thing. The second thing was he says, I finished my course. And in our ministry, especially working with young adults, this is so important. Paul said, I finished my course. And, you know, and, and we talked about this even when I was at Office Depot. God has an individual path and plan for all of our lives. And so many times we try and live somebody else's plan mm. and not ours. Mm. And, you know, that, that's why I tell people, I know that God didn't call everybody to do what I do, mm-hmm. but God's called me to do this. And mm-hmm. so Paul said, I, I finished my course. My course. Yes. And in the my last course. one. And, wait, but Bill, wait, yeah. just, just with that right there, isn't that just so relieving? To It should be relieving to most people. Yes. Because so many people, they compare the, that other person's best to their worst and they try to live up but dude that person is still screwing up somewhere oh yeah they got yeah. issues just like all of us absolutely you know but absolutely. if you focus on your race yes my race yeah and that that is that's good bill that's really well, good you know Tyler one of the things that we're doing at FYCP is we're in the process of developing a job placement program mm. where we can help young adults find jobs. And it's yeah. tough today. Yeah. But one of the things we'll do is we'll actually take them through an individual evaluation where we evaluate five areas of their life that God uses to form who they are mm. so they can run their race and finish their course. And, you know, one of the things that we try and teach them is let's look for what God has made you to be what you're good at, what you're passionate about. And let's use those things to focus on where your career ought to go rather than just focusing on which job's going to make the most money. Yeah. Because, you know, we all know, even our listeners, money is not the key to happiness. Never was. You know, many people have lots of money and and still stick guns in their mouths. You know, so. uh, And then the last thing, you know, Paul said he kept the faith. One of the things that God's teaching me over these last two years, especially, is the importance of persevering. Mm. You know, not not quitting. Yep. He he taught us, you know, in the book of Galatians, chapter six and verse nine, don't be weary in well doing, for in due season you'll reap mm-hmm. if you don't quit. Yep. And you know that that's been a battle of mine. As successful as I have apparently been in many things in my life, there are a lot of times, you know, that that I've just quit and run to something else, mm-hmm. and uh, so. If I were to say, you know, what makes a person successful? Yeah. You know, as a Christian, fight the good fight. Doesn't mean you're always going to win, but put up a fight. Yep. Run your own race. Do what God's called you to do. Don't compare yourself to other people and and persevere. Don't quit. Don't give up on God. Man, that's good, Bill. You know, because, you know, even just to kind of the, the last part about not quitting, because there's, there's a, you know, I call it, um, there's the power twins out there, <laughs> faith yeah. and patience. Yes, yes, right. That's good. Because I I was listening to an audio here recently of a minister, and he says if you know, because patience is not really so much just kind of sitting around twiddling your thumbs. That's that's not patience. You know, it's not sitting in a waiting room yes. waiting on the doc. No, 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 no. We're not talking about patience that way. We're talking about endurance. Yes. That's what patience really comes yes. down to. That's good. Is endurance and you know persistence. And what what he said was that faith and patience go hand in hand. 
And he even said this, he says, when your patience runs out, your faith runs out. Okay. That's good. Because, because they're synonymous mm-hmm. and what you're saying about Paul's life that I can say to Paul, dude, he was a successful dude. Paul the Apostle. Absolutely. Yeah. But if he had not endured, mm-hmm. if he had quit, mm-hmm. you, we couldn't be talking about Paul the Apostle today. That's right. That's right. None of his stuff would have been written. That's true. But he decided to endure, to have patience, mm-hmm. and let that good work work itself out in him. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And because of that, that that's... I mean... Every successful person that I've ever seen, one of the foundational principles or foundational things is they endured, they they persevered. Yes. Through all of the struggles, through all the difficulties and everything. Yeah. So yeah. I like it. That's I like good. it. So well let tell me, Bill, you know, a couple principles, you know, Christian success principles and how you know how you apply them. Um, okay. Uh, the first one um, would be what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Don't quit. Yep. And, um, you know, it, it actually, I have two scenarios for that to illustrate okay. that in my own life. Yeah. One is a past scenario where, where we, I didn't quit and there was a success. Yep. The other is a present scenario where I'm trying not to quit, but I don't know the end yet because right. I'm not there. Right. And, and the, the past one is um, when we were at Office Depot together, um, for years, we tried to win this large university account okay. um, in, in a in a city here in our territory, and, yeah. and we just—I mean, we worked, we did everything to try and talk these people into buying from us. And yeah. It finally, after about four or five years, a door opened, and I actually traveled uh, three and a half hours yeah. to sit in a meeting. To, to present uh, so we could get this. And after all of this work and all of these years of, of trying, and, you know, we, we were so tempted many times to say, well, you know, we've tried. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to do business with us. Yep. We might as well just give up and go find something somewhere else. Yep. But the result was worth the effort. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being one of the largest accounts that I ever was involved in winning at Office Depot. Wow. It actually sent me to President's Club one year. And that's, uh, that's a nice club, by the way, guys. It, it, I know. <laughs> I look forward to going on that trip too. All expenses paid, okay? Yes. Uh, and so it, it was as much as the monetary reward from that, yep. the lesson that I learned about not quitting and just keeping at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and that brings me to the present day, which is obviously this brand new ministry we've started. Right. And, um, as a nonprofit, you know, we, we have to raise support and, and that's, it's difficult in sure. this day and time. People are hurting and, uh, there have been, I can't even count the number of times that I have thought about quitting, tried to quit, <laughs> even tried to get a job and go back into the marketplace again. And God just keeps shutting the door. Mm. He's not going to let me quit. Yeah. And, uh, so that, that would be the first one. Don't quit. The second one would be. Do your best wherever you are, mm. knowing that God puts you there. Mm. And you know, Tyler, I think that's the key. Yeah. If you don't know you're where you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. then you begin to question yourself all the time. Okay. And it's hard to do your best yeah. if you're doubting 
that you're in the right place. Right. So knowing God's will for your life, knowing that you're where you're supposed to be for that moment mm-hmm. is, is vitally important. But if you know that, yeah. then the Bible teaches whatever our hand finds to do, do it with all your might and do it as if you are serving the Lord, not yep. men. And so, and, and my example of that is Office Depot. Mm. I was 36 years old. I was hired as a service consultant and, and, and I actually was like a gopher for a young man who could have been my son. But right. God had given me that opportunity. And yep. so I, I knew I was where I was supposed to be. Yep. I just did the best I could and got on. And probably, Bill, tell tell the listeners, like, what is a, you call it maybe a litmus test to know that you're in the right place? Because a lot of people in this, that are listening to us, they might say, well, how, how do you know that you're in the right place? Yeah. What, what are some... Maybe what are one or two little indicators? Okay, and, and you know what? That's a <laughs> that's a million dollar question. I, I'm going to give you about a twenty five cent answer here because that's okay. all we have time for. But yeah. Romans twelve one and two, if I had to point you to a passage of scripture, is the key. Okay, Romans twelve one tells us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice to the mm-hmm. Lord. And whenever I talk, especially to young adults who are trying to find out what it is God wants them to do, especially in the marketplace. Yep. The first thing that we talk about is being willing to do anything. Mm, yes. And, and, yep. and that's, you know, a lot of times we, we have these young adults and they come out of college, you know, and they spend all this time and all this money getting this degree. And, and we're all expecting to get this $70,000 a year entry level job. And yep. the reality is sometimes you got to get out and, and you just got to, you might have to flip burgers <laughs> so you can put money in the bank till that door opens. And, so I would say you got Romans twelve one. You got to be willing to do anything. Romans twelve two, you can't conform to the world. Yeah, you got to be transformed by renewing your mind, which basically means conforming what you do to the principles of God's word. And then the, the latter part of verse two says, "Then you will be able to discern the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God." Well, Bill, I mean, something, and I'm not sure. I I think it's in Ephesians. But doesn't it say that we actually work for the Lord? Yes, absolutely. We are his workmanship. We're his workmanship, right? But, I mean, it's almost like um, it's, it's like it has something in there that says don't have any, like, you know, um, eye service, you know, or, yes. you know what I'm saying? That Paul, Paul, yes. Paul's Paul. talking about, yes. you know, that we are to work unto the Lord. Okay, so, yes. I mean, even... I, I want to, I think that's good. I just, something that's just really resonate with me about it's okay to flip burgers because if you're flipping burgers unto the Lord, last time I checked, God should be your paycheck. Mm-hmm. Yes. Not that burger place. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. God should be your source. Right. And on top of that, top of that bill that God might have something in that burger joint mm-hmm. that he needs you to do, or he needs to get you in a position to do. Yes. Or to learn as you're in that position. Absolutely. I mean, you got me, okay. <laughs> got me thinking about this. Okay. So let's, I just look at Joseph, life of Joseph. Yeah. All right. Great so, example. Great example. 
Okay, so let's say Joseph, you know, oh man, I'm I'm down in like I got a slave and you know, I'm having to shovel horse manure and clean up these stalls and make sure my master's house is doing. Well, the last time I checked, he was learning management training, on the job management yeah. training. Yeah, absolutely. He was eventually put in charge of everything for that ranch. Yes. For uh, for Potiphar. To where that that also, even though he was thrown down into the prison, mm-hmm. but like what you said, he was open. Yes. yes. Open to doing whatever, but he realized that his employer was not Potiphar. Mm-hmm. His employer was the Lord. Right. And God had put him there. there. There was nothing he could do. Right. He didn't have a choice. Yeah. But because he followed the Lord and because he believed in the Lord, he knew that that's where God wanted him at the time. And, mm-hmm. and and I know that for some of our listeners who are struggling right now, this may all sound real religious and spiritual, <laughs> but, but there is, honestly, there is a very practical side of it's it. It's totally and, practical. And it's what you just said that, you know, when, and, and I've been in a lot of those places. Mm-hmm. I've been in those jobs yep. that I didn't like. Yep. And, and I had to do those, and, and they, like you said, and like Joseph, they led to where I ended up. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Well, let's shift gears, uh, Bill. So obviously you got a ministry. Um, so I give the listeners a short plug, basically for you know the fellowship of uh, young Christian professionals and kind of where it's at right now. Okay. Um, the Fellowship of Young Christian Professionals is an organization I started two years ago. Um, and, and the business model that we sort of followed was that of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. I know that very well. And um, the idea behind it was it was, a, it was a ministry organization that supported and helped to reach young people for Christ using the common denominator of athletics. Mm-hmm. We use the common denominator of the place where they are in their life as young adults. Right. It's interesting, the U.S. Census Bureau... Uh, defines the the working class segment of the population, which is what we would call young professionals, as those between the ages of 18 and 44. 44. 44. Wow. Um, 45 to 65 is the older working class, and 65 up is senior adults. And so our ministry, broadly speaking, covers everything from 18 to 44, mm. primarily out of college and in the workplace. Right. Um, we... Our mission statement is basically that we exist to support young adults in today's world by helping them connect with Jesus Christ and each other. So our two main goals is to help young adults connect, first of all, with Christ mm-hmm. and then with each other because yeah. God never intended for us to do life alone. And right. we're, we're doing a lot of things to try and do that. Um, What's one of and, the things you guys are doing right now? Well, right now we have a monthly night of worship right here in Columbia okay. um, where we bring together young adults from all kinds of churches. We just had our September event last night. Oh, wow. We had 15 different churches from the Columbia area represented last night. Yeah. We have a meet and greet mixer from 6 to 7 at 7.15. Mm-hmm. Our praise band goes on. And we have a worship service. Great, great music. Yeah. We have special speakers. Sometimes I'll speak. Yeah. Um, last night we actually had a, uh, a Jewish believer Nice. A young man who's actually a member of our praise band wow. and um, and gave his testimony last night. So we're doing that, and we're, we're developing several other programs. Um, for the sake of time, yeah. if the listeners go to our website. Yeah, where is, can they find you? It's www.fycp. 
Okay. FellowshipYoungChristianProfessional.org. Okay. So uh, FYCP.org. Yep. And all of our information's there, all of our resources. I have over 120 Bible lessons I've taught that they can yep. access there for free. Yep. Um, and, and that's the key. Everything we do is and If they free. want to contact you directly, Bill, if that's okay, yeah. where, where, how would they do that? The, they can, there's actually a contact link on our webpage, okay. or you can email me at bill at billcrockett.com. Nice. And, uh, and we'll be glad to, to hook up and do whatever we can to tell you about our ministry and, and help you in whatever way that uh, we can. Cool. Bill, man, um, this has been good. I really, uh, really do appreciate it. I mean, it's unique, guys. You got to understand, this is unique for me. You know, I've got my former boss, all right, sitting in front of me. I mean, he, uh, we sat at this table one time, literally, I remember this Atlanta bread that we're at, actually, and said, Tyler, do you really want this job? Okay. <laughs> I remember that conversation. Oh, yeah. Very well. Very, very well. But, um, Bill, um, Give the listeners just some parting thoughts, you okay. know, just kind of boil it all down, wrap it all together, okay. and uh, we'll call it a day. Okay. If I were to leave you with anything, let me leave you with this statement. Be confident that you are where God wants you. Do your best. Don't quit. And God will do the rest. Hmm. I like that last part. But you got to do all those. The, there's still there's still practical there practical application there, there for you, right? Yeah, you got to know you where God wants you. You got to do your best. Mm-hmm. Don't quit because it's going to be tough. Yep. But there's so much we can't do, mm-hmm. and God will do that for us. So, you know, know you're where God wants you. Do your best. Don't quit. God will do the rest. Awesome, well, Bill. Again, thank you, buddy. We're uh, listeners out there. Uh, you know where to find Bill, and I'll give it uh, right at the very end of, of the wrap-up. So, again, Bill, thank you for sharing, buddy. My pleasure. All right, guys. So that is it for my third interview uh, with Mr. Bill Crockett. Uh, I've again... To find Bill, uh, go to fycp.org, and uh, you'll be able to find Bill and go to the contacts side of things. A lot of things he's got going on, I really like it a lot, but you know, the biggest thing is he's got a heart for the Lord, and uh, you can get plugged in for anywhere he wants to, you know, he's got things for you. But the other thing I want to let you guys know is obviously we're going to be continuing on uh, with some uh, series that we've had of wisdom. And obeying uh, the voice of the Holy Spirit and hear from that. But uh, gang, we appreciate you guys. Enjoy it. Retweet this. Send it out on Facebook. And we'll catch you later. Bye.